Okay, so so welcome back. A um, couple of things for tonight. Uh, obviously, this is going to be a shorter night uh, just because of <clears throat> we have a hard stop at 10 o'clock. And we also have just some crazy things going on. Uh, one thing is Shane is actually covering uh, at a friendly local game store. So she is working live from the store. And you may see her, number one, always in a mask because as long as there's people in the store, she's got to wear a mask. So we hope she keeps. So we hope she keeps her mask on all night. Uh, sec- except for except for chips. Except for chips. <laughs> Secondly, uh, we're going to see her leave the frame and come back a lot because hopefully there's people in there buying a lot of stuff, and she's got to go to the register, which is right to her left where she is sitting. If I know where the store is, and I know the layout of the store, so she is at Carolina Tabletop Games in Pineville, North Carolina, not sponsored. Ooh. Uh, but it is my my friendly local game store, and uh, if you ever find your way in South Charlotte, I encourage you to go in there and uh, give them the business, as they say. Um, just a quick catch up uh, as well on um, sort of our broadcasting stuff here. Obviously, uh, we're putting uh, episodes out on the stream two weeks after we record them, so we just put out. Um, Episode two uh, on our YouTube channel, Geek and Southern, and uh, it is also on uh, where you get podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, a few others. We're using Anchor.fm, and uh, they're slowly making their way into other platforms, so I don't think it'll be too long before we're seen um, on some of the other more uh, more, more additional uh, podcast platforms. So that's just sort of an update there. But today... um, you know, it's because we're trying to get to at least 100 subscribers to get that ever-important URL. Um, so I did a little little campaigning behind the scenes on Facebook Messenger and stuff, and uh, so I think we're up into the 70s now. So we went from the 30s into the 70s, so we thank everybody for their subscriptions, and we hope that as they listen um, that they will decide, hey, I want to come back and listen to another one, or watch even, as they say. Okay, um, anybody got anything before we get rolling? I am a bard fighter now. Oh, because you multiclassed when we went to level three. Excellent. Anybody else do any multiclassing or are you just staying, staying straight? Okay, perfect. Well, push the official button that starts the ambiance when we last left Earthwind and Shire they had picked up their day with questions for Ernest about their recent encounter with Strahd as they had just come through the main gates of Barovia and after that conversation concluded they made the choice to skip the village of Barovia in favor of heading to the Vistani camp near near the Sir Pool Bank to meet Granny, also known as Madame Eva. A brief encounter with a skeleton and a skeletal horse led to an awkward salute by Hal that... Uh, allowed everybody to go on their merry way without any 
altercations whatsoever. And as you arrived on the far side of Barovia, you made your way down the old Sphalic Road until you came to a crossroads where you encountered a gallow with a body hanging from a noose. Gunloda, upon looking at that body a little bit more closely, seemed to see herself hanging from that rope. The rest of you saw a singular Vistani. And then it all melted away. From there, you arrived at the Vistani camp along the Sur Pool, uh, an inlet, if you will, um, along the Ivlis River. I think we decided last time it was Ivlis because I was saying Elvis and that was just a problem. Um... And upon arriving there, you met Briscoe Cocagne and his family. They were gathered around the flyer, playing some music. His daughter, Carlene, singing a lovely song that brought tears to her eyes and caused a number of you to weep. While this was going on, Ernest had gone and talked to his granny to prepare the way for you all to have a conversation with his granny And as you go into the tent, you meet Granny, Madame Ava, who offers you a Taroka reading. You take this reading, although one of you had some skepticism about it just because of who she is. But Granny's Taroka reading revealed to you the following things. So if you look at the Roll20 map, I want to just sort of recount the information that she gave you. Because as you recall in our last episode, the DM was having some user issues with Roll20 and may have left out some salient points. And because this is a game for humans by humans, we make those mistakes. That's why humans don't have dark vision. Anyway, <laughs> moving along. Um, so, Granny had laid out before you this table that you see here. And she told you that the first card is going to tell you of history, knowledge of the ancient, that will help you better understand your enemy. And she turned the card over. And it was the rogue. And the rogue is this card right here. And she said to you upon turning it over, I see a nest of ravens. There you will find the prize. She then turned over another card and said, This card tells of a powerful force for good and protection, a holy symbol of great hope. And she turned and revealed the card, the philanthropist. And she says, look to a place where sickness and madness are bred, where children once cried, the treasure lies still. 
She then turned over another card and said, this is a card of power and strength. It tells of a weapon of vengeance, a sword of sunlight. And with that, she she turns over the merchant card. And she says, seek a cask that once contained the finest wine, of which not a drop remains. And then she moved on to two remaining cards that were special cards. On the first one, she says, this card sheds light on the one who will help you greatly in the battle against darkness. And the card she turned over at that point was known as the mists. And she says to you, Avistana wanders this land alone, searching for her mentor. She does not stay in one place for long. Seek her out at St. Markovia's Abbey near the mists. And then lastly, she says, your enemy is a creature of darkness whose powers are beyond mortality. This card will lead you to him. And she reveals the last card as the tempter. And she says, I see a secret place, a vault of temptation hidden behind a woman of great beauty. The evil waits atop his tower of treasure. After you completed the reading, um, you stepped out into the broader camp with the Vistani and made the choice to spend the night in the camp along the Sir Pool. Um, the Vistani were keeping watch and Shoshana decided that she would take one of the, the, um, one of the turns on the watch. And with another Kokanye son, she sat outside for her first watch. And the last thing she saw before her watch ended was a owl bear descending into the water, catching a fish and heading off to have a meal. And then y'all went to bed. So here we are at the next morning and you are in the camp of the Vistani. I will bring up the map of Barovia for you on your roll 20 so you can sort of see where you are. And it's there we want to go. I would help if I brought you guys with me. (laughs) Just takes a second to pull that up. And boom. So let me find you guys on the map. Okay. So while I'm doing that, 
that is where you are. You can sort of see where you have been. As I mentioned, this map will slowly reveal itself. What would you like to do? So I remember from our last conversation, actually, I don't remember, but I have notes. <laughs> so I have artificially remembered in the way of the technology of humans uh, that we had talked about um, looking for St. Markovia's Abbey, which is near Kresk. Uh, and we had a little bit of discussion about where that is that might, might make sense. Uh, but also we had talked about going to Barovia Village um, because... I think it was Sashana thought that there might be allies there that we could talk to. Um, and I, I think we were sort of on the horns of that dilemma, although someone else might remember a little more clearly than I did. Uh, w- the only thing I would add to that is that Ernest had given you his leave because he had to stay with his group. And I believe he had suggested to you all that um, going to Barovia, the village of Barovia, um, might make a better start before heading off to try to find uh, the Abbey, which is on the far side of, of the area of Barovia. Okay. That much I believe he gave you. Yep. That, that, that tracks with my notes. Yeah, we are closer to Barovia Village than we are to Kresk. Right. And I, I have a sort of rough north southeast west and so uh yeah we'll be just past barovia village so we know where that is we can get there so yeah i have no idea where kresk is exactly somewhere northwest maybe uh we're so um you would have asked um you would have asked Ernest or one of the Bastani and and that conversation and they would have told you that Kresk is from where you are right now if you were to stay on the old Svalik road it would take you a long probably the longest journey that you would find Um, and it's on the far far side of um, the valley of Barovia okay Um, wasn't the um with the note that we found on the way in, didn't that kind of point us at Barovia Village as well? Yeah, the, the yes. note was signed. Um, I'll let somebody else recount who signed the note. I don't have to. Uh, it was the Burgermeister of Barovia. Yep. About his daughter. About his daughter. Irina right. Kuliana, right. Right. So I guess we could check that out. Sounds good to me. Rise, stretch. I think the cat's going to probably do a little more stretching than most of us. Definitely. And Jack's just going to stare the entire time. Just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not that way. Some... Get your head out the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Gunloda's going to do some yoga. He's probably watching her. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Brain, uh, uh, Sashana, you want to do some yoga too? <laughs> nice. 
We can do a sun salutation. And I'll be in the back. (laughs) 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 Well, there goes our family rating. Okay, so. (laughs) uh, I know, I know. What? We're just doing yoga. (laughs) So. Opening our chakras. Y'all are headed back to the village of Barovia? Okay. So it would seem. Yep. So, um, is there anything you'd like to do before you leave um, the Vistanis? Can we ask uh, Madam Ava? Uh, Madam Ava, and then uh, who's the who's the dad? Briscoe. I'm bad with names. Briscoe. Briscoe. Can we ask Briscoe. them if they have supplies that they're willing to 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 donate? Um. Well, you can you can absolutely talk to Briscoe. For sure. All right, so I'll, I'll go to Briscoe and I go, hey, hey, man, you got anything to help us along the way? <laughs> well, more morning. Um, I, I morning. Can, can you be more specific? What you're uh, uh, looking for? Well, we're heading to an abbey, so I guess across. Yeah. Or maybe holy water. You know, um, frankincense, frankincense, and myrrh. Uh, that's what we need. Yeah, we don't. Um, that's not really what we would keep in our supplies here. Um, we generally um, keep enough to sustain ourselves. I think if you're all uh, headed to Barovia, the village, uh, there there might be some folks there that that can help you. There's certainly a church uh, in. Uh, the village of Barovia, and there's a there's a, a monk or a, a you know minister who's there, and um, you could certainly go there and uh, talk to um, I think his name's uh, uh, Donovich, um, if I recall. He and his son, he's you know he's a got the church there in town, but uh, there's also some merchants. You can go to Buildrath's Mercantile, and uh, they probably have some. St- you know, opportunities for you to, to, to buy some things or trade or whatever you guys need to do. But, uh, unfortunately we, we live kind of lean out here and self-reliant and, you know, we've kind of tuned it to who we got. Totally understand my man. I just bow to him and I say, sir. And I walk away. Does it, does it look like they're uh, pulling up stakes and, and moving along or are they just, nope. they're just, they're just hanging out. In. This okay. is like their, you know, this is like the, if they, if they were a circus, this is like their winter stop. Gotcha. Yep. You know. So, uh, and so, uh, Madam Ava's, um, wagon is shut then. Well, hers was less of a wagon and more of a tent, but yeah, it's, it's okay. closed. Yeah. It's, it's a, one of those rounded kind of tents with the extra flap roof kind of look to it. It, um, The word we're looking for is yurt. Sure. (laughs) I'll go with that. Yeah. Just don't use the G word. Right. Right. (laughs) So do not use a lyric from a share song. That is correct. (laughs) Um, So. Mac. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, they have some dreams. Yeah, <laughs> and I will. Like I don't want to. I don't want to have Warner Brothers call us. You know, because you believe in <laughs> Oh, that's boy. the song, right? That's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's the one. Gotcha. All right. So, um, 
So yeah, so Grant, but I mean her her tent is still there. It hasn't been pulled up. If that's your okay, query. no, no, I just wanted. To, so, but um, yeah, I'd like to go. Uh, is, so um, talk to Briscoe and say you know thank you for uh, hosting us and um, I hope we'll be able to see each other down the road. And uh, is Ernest uh, up and about or has he, you know, has he uh, slow to rise? But with uh, Carlene and all. I don't know uh, if I like your meaning on that. No, no, um, I just, I'm sorry. One one of them was, hey, Briscoe, thank you for all of this. And the other one is a uh, out of character. I want to uh, see if he's around. Yeah, uh, sorry. Gotcha. So you were not asking him that question. Okay. No, no um, I think that'd be a little awkward. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, it's role play, right? Let's get it. Yeah. So, um, you, 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 you look around and one of the things you notice is that you, you pretty much see the people that you've seen, Yep. you know, you, you, you see Briscoe, you see the boys, um, you know, his sons, uh, and, uh, what you, but you don't see Ernest. He's not, he doesn't appear to be at least up or out and about, but you do see Carlene. So, you know, that's not a thing. Okay. All right. Um, Apart from the the list of ingredients we had for potentially making healing potions, I don't think I've got anything to say except thanks, everybody. And then move on down the road. Oh, a little curious about this. So, I, I mean, I'm happy to be moving down the road, but I, as as we are, we are we doing that? Is that where we're? That's what we're. If you need yeah. to talk to Ernest, by all means, you should talk to Ernest. Yeah, we'll hunt him down. I just well, uh, no. I figure as we go down the road, I will uh, raise this question with y'all. So, so y'all are moving down the road. Uh, Gun Gunloda would like to um, say thank you as well. For and the hospitality. Sure, sure. So they're all, you know, the pleasantries are passed, and and um, there's a lot of handshaking and back back patting uh, <laughs> as you all, you know, are prepared to leave, and um, you head down the road, and uh, it'll take you about on foot uh, with the speed that you guys have. You're looking at. Um, about two hours of walk time. Hmm. Okay. So, and we'll probably do some uh, checks along the way, but uh, I'll let you start. Do you want to use the first 30 minutes to um, ask your question, Hal? Sure. Of the so, group? um, Y'all, did any of y'all see Ernest before we took off? Yeah. I didn't see him. Yeah, I didn't see him. Hmm. He might be hanging with Granny. I don't know. What did he say before we talked to him last night? Did he say something? Well, there was the the situation where um, we nearly had stripped Carlene from him. Oh, and right. That was corrected to uh, to reunite them in some way, and that's the last we heard, I think. Right, right. But, but we fixed that, right? We're not we're yeah, not horrible yes. people. 
right? No, no. We we made that right. Okay, good. Good. Doesn't answer the question if you're horrible people or not, but you made it right. <laughs> And Loda is just uh, appalled that you would think she's less than perfect. Mm. <laughs> no, not my gun, Loda. That's great. <laughs> All right, well then, if that's the way you feel about it, gun Loda, I need your roll of d20, please. Yes, sir. Mm -mm. <laughs> In my big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yowzer. I hope it's backwards, Dave. <laughs> did you did you roll? I didn't. Nothing popped up in. Oh the... yeah, a, a two. Oh, did a two. Not? Okay, a two. Did you guys see it or no? No, we did not. But there was an update. There was an update to um, uh, Beyond Twenty um, since the last time. I'm gonna apologize. Played. What did Gunloda roll for? A two. Oh, because I had a big mouth. No, it was, oh, it well, was just that's... a. I just asked her to roll a d20 and. Um, so the first um, the first half hour of your two hour journey to the village of Barovia seems to go by uneventful. So you in that thirty minute um, walk, you basically have found yourself back uh, at this. Actually, you were. I'm sorry. I should have done this better. You were up here at the camp. Um, your thirty minute walk would have brought you right back here to the crossroads and. You see the gallow, the gallows that you passed before. And uh, you had also found a body along that road. Um, two things that you notice is that Gunloda keeps sheepishly glancing and then glancing away at the gallows. And that... Um, as you get to the spot where the body was found, you notice that the body is no longer there. Would would I have seen Genloda acting odd? Um, I mean, we didn't really clarify a, a, a marching order, so I would allow it. Yeah. My dear, are you doing okay? Something seems to be wrong. Mm, I just got... Mm. No, I mean, I just I, did. I, I didn't tell anybody, right, above board. I didn't tell anybody about my uh, gallows, right? Yeah, I, I don't think so. You no, did. I could yeah. be wrong. You were, you were. Um, I said I didn't want to talk about it, right? right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. So, uh, Gunloda. Gun does feel a kinship with Shoshana and confides in her about the gallows from before and seeing herself. And she's like, don't tell anybody, but I'm a little freaked out. Just, just a little freaked out. What's that? I can understand that. Yeah. Okay. So I just, I just have an uneasy feeling and I just, um, it's kind of imprinted on my brain right now. That image That's where I'm at. All right. So, Shoshana, why don't you give us a d20 roll? Uh, it's a nine. Okay. So your second 30-minute trek um, through, the, uh, through the old Sphalic Road um, 
goes relatively uneventful. So you have been on the road now for an hour. Um, and we'll kind of move you along here. Um, so, um, Hal, why don't you give us a D20 roll? All right. Oh, it's an eight. Woohoo. I noticed the hell out of some stuff. Well, if it were a perception roll, you'd be in trouble. The good news is I just asked you to roll something randomly. I didn't tell you why. So uh, the good news is low is good. Well, in this case, um, it's I can tell you that the last 30 minutes has gone by very uneventful and you're a little closer to uh, where you want to be. And so you guys reach the Iblis River and you cross it over and you're making your way towards the village of Barovia. Um, I would like, I guess, Rain, because I can see him, uh, to make a D20 roll, please. And and that showed up in the chat. Yes, it did. In the chat. It did. Yes, it did. Yeah. Uh, What is that? A 10. A 10. Okay. So, uh, yeah, there's um, nothing out of the ordinary. But what I will say is that as you make your way up the old Sphalic Road, you, you've sort of gone past that point where you joined the road on this side of the village. Because remember, you guys had sort of taken a bypass um, to avoid the village proper. And you've kind of passed that point. So you're kind of in this place now. Um, where there's unfamiliar territory. And, you know, before you had Ernest with you to kind of lead the way, and now you're kind of going on your own instinct. And you know that this is a a main thoroughfare road. Um, but you've been pretty lucky on this road. You haven't run into anything. And so as you make your way to the northeast, which is kind of the direction you're heading at this point, Tall shapes begin to loom out of this dense mist and fog that just seems to surround everything. You never really have decent visibility wherever you are in Barovia. It's almost like you can tell it's daylight, but it's not like a normal daylight. It's like you are in a cloud, overcast, cloudy place, and you never physically see the sun it's just this constant gray and mist so it really makes it hard to see but you can see that these tall shapes loom out in the dense fog and as you get closer you begin to notice that this muddy um, ground that you're on begins to give away to a more slick wet kind of finished cobblestone that you could tell that this is okay. You're getting close to, to civilization. It's like, it's like going from South Carolina into North Carolina. The roads get infinitely better. Yeah. I'm going to get some hate for that. I probably shouldn't. Have I was going to say, man, you've been, I, I remember that joke <laughs> from the eighties, man. So <laughs> as soon as you cross the South Carolina border, it's potholes. 
I only say that once because we were coming back from Florida and I got off on 21 on the far side of 95 to come up through Orangeburg. And I swear it was Ooh. like being on a gravel road. Which well, is you don't want to do that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, moving along. Apologies, well, to, did, apologies did, to the state of South Carolina that gave uh, me both right. my mom and my wife. Okay. Yeah, see? <laughs> Shape up, son. Yeah, there you go. So it sounds like it pretty much it, it pretty much is like a hawk's nest or yeah, hawk's nest all winter. There you go. Or all spring. Yeah. So um with that little detour, uh so as you get closer the the, the tall shapes you really become you you come to notice that the, these are like clearly dwellings. This is a village. Um and um as you 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 kind of make your way into um, the village, and let me see if I can't maybe show you guys the village to kind of give you some perspective. And I don't know how this is going to operate, so let me go over here. And I'm going to put you guys right there. And I probably should have done this earlier. You know what? I'm not going to, I'm just going to turn off the, the, there's nothing, nothing to see here that requires dynamic lighting. So we're just going to turn off the dynamic lighting because um, it shouldn't be on. Boom. There you go. So you guys are here and I will. Uh, you're welcome to kind of blow it up to see where you are. So you're kind of coming in to this this area. Um, and, um, you know, you see a lot of houses. You see some, some merchant places. What you really notice is that the windows of each house seem to stare out from pools of blackness. There's no really any kind of sounds that you hear in the streets. Um, a couple of you with higher perceptions, maybe Quill, maybe Shoshana would, would faintly hear, um, some sobbing coming from somewhere in the distance. Um, kind of like that scene in, in Buckaroo Banzai when he's playing the piano and he wonders if somebody in the back is crying. Maybe only one. Of, maybe only one of you gets that reference. I don't know. Oh, I got it. I was about to <laughs> ask if I was too young to understand that reference. Uh, you might be. Um, Penny. Penny. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the other thing you kind of notice, uh, the the same two folks might also notice, is that you, you hear sort of like a a squeak of a wheel, like a like a cart somewhere you know and you know how it is in these these towns where you have these cobblestone streets and the houses are kind of built together sounds can kind of manipulate their way from different areas and you just happen to be at like this 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 fulcrum where where it's all sort of coming together and you can you can sort of sense some of these things but nothing really nothing enough to really draw your attention or your direction um but i mean as you guys would approach you know, maybe in this vicinity of the village, you might, uh, is really how you begin to notice those things. And so, so you are in the village of, um, Barovia. I might, I, I might stop. My friends, do you hear, do you hear crying? Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> 
Not from yourself, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, not really. Yeah, so um, it took us two hours. It's, what, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, like it's, it's uh, I would say, yeah, not, that's a, that's fair. So, um, and, but we don't see anybody on the streets or anything, right? We just. Uh, not where you are. Things. I mean, yeah, not where you are. I mean, you know, you, you're you still in the, the, the village, you know, the entrance, if you will. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're looking for allies, y'all, right? We're looking for what? Some people who could help us find some allies, and uh, where do you think we should go? Well, I thought we were going to the monastery. Do we need God on our side? I mean, some holy water would be useful. I also need to stop by a shop. God's not a bad ally. Um, All right. Nor is it depends. It depends which God, and deity. Some of them might be bad. What's that? What's D and D? I said deity. Deity. D e i t y. I'm the mask man. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, we uh, we either need to get to a place where there might be some people. I don't see anybody right now, so it's a little, little disparaging. Um, I don't know if anybody's gonna be hanging out at the tavern at ten o'clock in the morning. Um, maybe a there may be a breakfast stop. Yeah, we, is there a uh, is there a diner somewhere that uh, that serves you know twenty four seven? Um, well, make make a make a perception check. All right, one perception check coming up. I I love that nobody just ran to your aid to say I'll help, I'll give him advantage or anything. But you rolled well, so that's good. We're looking for restaurants. <laughs> what assistance does he need? Just go look at the food sign on the highway. So there's no Stuckies in Barovia. Oh man! So, I know. I know. There's no Stuckies anywhere there, anymore. There will be no. I was, about say, I was about to say, what's a Stuckies? There is one in Asheville. Is it really? Yeah. There's still I Stuckies. They were all gone. Now I'll send you a YouTube on uh, Stuckies. The daughter of the founder is running it now, and she's bringing it back to life slowly. Okay, oh, the old, real, uh, the old gooey pecan roll. Yeah. What is it? Is it like a Shoney's kind of thing? No, no, no. It's, 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 but it's a classic Americana roadside kind of stopping place. Truck well, stop obviously not, obviously not classic enough if it's not here still. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Truck stop slash diner slash, uh, you know, curio. So uh, a Denny's. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> more, more like a more like a QT without the clean bathrooms. So moving along with the seventeen that you rolled and your active perception, you look down the road from where you are and you begin to notice that there is this um, um sort of a square ahead that 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 might have um more less less um places where people live and more like places people might work or congregate. And so you, you can make your way. That's, um, eh, you know, maybe 120 to 160 feet down the road. Not too far. All right. Do it. 
Yeah, let's walk down the road unless anybody else wants to uh, uh, take any actions. Shoshana is, is going to walk, is going to uh, follow everybody behind and keep an eye just kind of watching around and behind. Sure. So as you're as you're making your way from where you are to the sort of the, the, the center of what you think is the, the town square, um, you know, Shoshana, you would, because you're keeping an eye out for it, eh, go ahead and give me just um, um, a perception check, too, just for fun. What are you perception just asking? Because she's looking around. Uh, 22. 22, yeah, that, that tracks with your, your perception. Um, you know, you notice the, the windows and how they're black of the houses. It's almost like, you know, when a car pulls up next to you and there's tinted windows, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, that, that's kind of what the, the glass looks like. You just can't see through, but you, but you have this, this uncanny feeling that even though you cannot see through those windows that you are being watched by some of those windows. So you find yourself in the middle of the town. You're kind of at a crossroads. Um, you kind of look to your left, to the north. Um, you see a building that's kind of catty-cornered there, and there's a, there's a sign, a wooden sign, that's kind of dangling out in front of it, and it says, uh, Blood of the Vine Tavern. But the um, it's kind of lit. Because it's of the fog, you know, they try to keep it so you can see it, but it's also kind of old and 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 weathered looking. Um, to your left, uh, also catty cornered from approximately where you are, um, you see more of a uh, a shop kind of thing. Kind of looks a little bit like the layout of the tailor and mast that you saw in Bryson. But it 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 clearly is not a tailor and mask. In fact, it says on there is a sign um, that says um, Buildrath's Mercantile. Sorry, say again. Buildrath's Mercantile. B I L D R A T H. Okay. Mercantile. Buildrath's. Got it. Did you hear the same thing I heard? Bill I heard. Rats. Build I heard rats. build rats. Yeah, <laughs> like building building rodents. I I heard that, but I assumed that that was wrong. <laughs> Do what now? What did you, what, you say? I just I just assumed it was another like co-op like co-owned business. Someone with the last name build, someone with the last name rats, and I'm like that's just an inconvenient naming. Um, Gunloda wants to um. Just hold on to her um, holy symbol, which is the um, the flask of moonshine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got it dangling to... like a rosary from her neck. You yeah, know, so she. Did, I mean, did, she has a small. She has a small flask um, that she just pulls out of her pocket. It's not. It's just. It's a normal flask, I should say. Um, but. Um, yeah, she just holds on to it, and it's just, just kind of 
saying things to herself to keep her mind intact intact and um she just she uh, kind of mutters and to herself but also to the group like can we just get to the church can we get to the church please <laughs> you know it's a good thing you, it's a good thing you have a plus three constitution <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> as you're just can, can taking we... swigs from your moonshine oh 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 right i was like what does that have to do with anything <laughs> About to fall into a snake pit. I don't know. <laughs> Tipping back. Oh, that's a great idea. Hold on, let me write that down. <laughs> Tipping back on Grandpa's cough medicine over there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just holding it. I might take a little swig, but I mean, it's just a little bit. It's not like. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> just not here. And, and 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 though my blood alcohol might be a little high, my tolerance is out the roof. Hence the plus three constitution. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, as you as you looked, you know, the, the roads continue to the north and they continue to the south and they also continue to the east. Um, so what would you like to do? Can, can we see a church? She just said that. So I'm like, all right, I'll have a look. Is anything look? Um, I mean, like so, a- yeah, I would say that where you are, you don't see a church. Okay. Do do I see anybody? I mean, is there anybody I can ask? Or are we still kind of bizarrely by ourselves in the middle of this settlement? Yeah, I mean, I was, it, crying. You, you heard, I was about to say, like, we heard the crying. Do we see signs of people? Um, Foot marks, uh, cracked doors. Well, um, you can. You're welcome to make a perception check, Jack. Well, I guess I will. Since you're always wondering, what the heck are we rolling for? I'm also on my laptop, and every time I get out of Zoom, it freaks out. So hold on. Do you want to just roll on the table? There must be dice nearby. Yeah, is there any, you're in a game store. There's oh dice. Oh my god, I work around. in a game store. Hold on. <laughs> there's a big there's a big jar of dice that for eight bucks you can get whatever you can get. There, there you go. Is. There, there it is. is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we have you on camera stealing from the store. Cool. That's a two. That's a with two. Whatever perception, with whatever perception I have, it's not great. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk away for a second. And tell me what happened. Yeah, so so she's got. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna look as, around as, as well. I mean, it's like we're looking for stuff, so I'll as, do this. As, as Jack says that, Sashana is gonna gonna kind of look around, and we are not alone. There are people here. Okay. Are they alive, people? There are people in the houses. We are not alone. Oh my god, it's ghosts! (laughs) No, they're people. But they are watching us. Yeah, ghosts can be people. Sometimes they're animals. (laughs) Sometimes they're just ghosts. So... You have the, the tavern to the north, the mercantile to the south, the road continues south, the road continues north, the road continues to the east, and of course you can go back to the west. I mean, should we go into the tavern, guys? I feel like I'm giving Zork descriptions. 
<laughs> may, I take, uh, may I take your hat and goat, sir? There's yeah. a will of the wisp. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Should I'm willing go to go into, into a, tavern? a tavern to see if there's anybody there who's willing to talk to us. Yeah, I'll join you in the uh, on a trip to the tavern. Am, am I also uh, am I entitled to another perception check? Uh, I don't know if you're entitled to one. Would you like to look around and take a perception check? Yeah, if I, I don't know if I used mine previously and we're still in the same turn. You have moved on passed. since that perception check, I believe. You were down the road and now you're further down the road. You were back I ways. And right, and I also want to do a perception check based on what uh, my colleague uh, Sashana has just mentioned, so... Okay. That'll, that'll see some things, I'm hoping. Well, he, yeah. He, yeah. You, sure. gave, you gave me two, so I'm going to go with the lower, I think, because that was the first one that came up. And did you mean was, to do two, I'm or not did so you? Receptive. Yeah. Oh, well. Unless you want to say that James was, or Hal was helping you, and then I could take the higher number because you would have rolled no. with advantage. What's that? I can help him. No, nah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> so, so with your perception, of 17 to 23. Well, we'll call it a range. Oh, 17 was the previous one. 23 was the most uh, recent. Oh, okay. Okay. I guess I've got, can, yeah. Okay. That's on me. Thank that, you. That, for that, that. Yep, that tracks, that, yep. that tracks now. Okay. So um, now that your DM needs a perception check, um, <laughs> you know, so with the 23, you, you notice that although the streets are empty, you hear there's some bustling, from the tavern to the north and you can kind of see some movement uh inside the mercantile hey guys i think there might be something going on in the mercantile not the tavern huh well no i said you heard you could hear some oh. noise from the, the tavern okay and you could see some movement in the mercantile with a 23 perception I'm not, the DM is not railroading the party. The DM is giving you facts based on the dice that you rolled. Copy that. I miss her. So that's okay. Now I'm. And Quill's got to give us some feedback here. Yeah. So I, I, uh, guys, I I think there's something going on in the mercantile. looks like (laughs) there's some people in the uh, tavern too. Um, I really think we ought to talk to somebody and see if we can get a lay of the land. Uh, doesn't matter to me which way we go, but you know, you guys pick, pick something. I'll, I'll come along. Gunlota says she is way more comfortable in a tavern. <laughs> well, Just let's, that start, out there. let's let's start there. Tavern sounds good. Right. right. I'm parched. Yes. <laughs> There's a long walk. Okay. So do you head into the Blood of the Vine Tavern? Yeah. Okay. I mean Gunlota went would would love to be the leader of this party. <laughs> <laughs> if she can't get to the church, she's going to the next best thing. I want to go to the tavern. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Come on with me. So, y'all, you go into the tavern, you, and you, you, as you approach it, I mean, there's kind of like a wooden little uh, area under covers. You would walk toward like a like a porch, you know, almost like a Cracker Barrel, if you will. And... <laughs> not in this setting yeah fair point (laughs) fair point so you 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 would go in and as you open the door you you see that you're in sort of a you know about a 60 square foot room and um you know as you as you 
look at um, the sign it, that it, it reveals that it originally read blood of the vine and an N has been scratched out. Um, it has been scratched out over the, the F. So sorry. So an N has been scratched over the F of blood of the vine. So it, and so instead of blood of the vine, you, you see that somebody's tried to make it say blood on the vine. Is that an innuendo? I don't get it. It's just what it says. Um, <laughs> Gunloda looks at Jack and like, but I mean, you know, Gunloda, you're a you're a uh, a seasoned brewer, mm-hmm. and you've seen a lot of taverns, and you can tell that at once, that once this was a nice establishment that has just Got slowly kind of degraded over years. Got it. You so know, that's why there's there's graffiti and yeah. And so you, as you go in, there's a, there's a couple things. Um, there's a blazing fire in the hearth and it's giving a little bit of warmth to the people that are in there. There's just a few folks that are there. They include a barkeep who's behind the bar. And you know, what you notice about this barkeep is that he's just sort of standing there. He's a pudgy little guy. Um, and he's just mindlessly cleaning a glass. You know, he's got the rag in the glass and he's just kind of looking at the glass and he puts it down and he picks up another one and he starts doing it again. Um, you also notice that there are three, Jack in particular would notice that there are three women sitting at a bar, kind of in, uh, at, the, at a table rather, sort of in the, in the corner. Um, then there are a few other folks kind of meandered around. And then it, as you, as you, as you kind of look past the bar, you see another table in the dif- distance and there's this, there's this guy and he's got um, sort of a military muscular type of build. He's um, got blonde hair. That's cut really shorn Um and he kind of, I'm trying to think, have you, you remember in the Avengers when Thor had the eye patch and the short hair? Kind of looks like that. It's not Chris Helmsworth. It's not Chris Helmsworth. Jack Rose. I'm talking to Rose now. No, so. Could you please get Ian to come in the room? He's he's right there. <laughs> he's playing his Diablo. His Diablo uh, new season. Okay, okay, okay. So, but I mean, that's just sort of what he what he kind of looks like. And he's sitting there, and 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 he's got a glass in front of him, and he's you know it's clearly some sort of wine, and um, he notices you. He notices you all as you come in the room, and he kind of gives you a friendly nod, but he's still kind of keeping his distance. And the the three ladies at the table also notice you as you come in, and they they give you a casual notice, and then they go back to their conversation. But um, Shoshana and Quill might notice that they're having a conversation, but they 
it's almost like there's an alternating pattern when they're having this conversation that one of them will lo- look over at you guys and then look back. So they may uh, be talking about us. So the barkeep and the ladies are pretty like, like weirdly on the same pattern or something. Um, this is this is just um, me no, saying. No, I don't no. want to answer, but I'm just kind of like. No, they're they're well. They're there's a pattern to what they're doing, but it's different. They're not in sync. They're not. There is not any kind of synchronicity between the bartender oh, and the gotcha. ladies. They're just the, what what I'm saying is that the bartender is constantly just cleaning a glass. The ladies are sitting at a table having a conversation, but since you've come in, they seem to be like you know. It's kind of like look at the person behind. Look at look at the person, but don't everybody look at once. It's kind of like that situation. Yeah, like. You know? hmm. Yeah, because if everybody goes, you know, it's uh, it's really obvious. And then the guy who nods in the corner, I mean, he's just sitting there, he's nursing a drink, and he sees you all coming, and he's eyeing you, and he nods, but he nods in a friendly way. Um, but it's not like he's gregariously standing up and inviting you over. Um, Gunloda wants to point to him, not point because that's impolite. She wants to nod back at him and say, do you need a refill, sir? To the, to the, the guy that to looks... To this, this guy. He's way across <laughs> the other side of the room, yeah, right? You, you say you saunter over there? I mean, saunter. It is a great art I guess I don't want to yell. Yeah, That's impolite, sure. too. So <laughs> I, I, would, I would like to say I want to go closer to him, but I don't want to go, like, in his personal space. Okay, so he he watches you as you come over, and he hears your ask, and he says, I didn't realize that uh, Eric had hired some new help. Um, do you even work here? I don't even think I've seen you before. No, I'm new. I just saw you. Okay, I definitely know you're not from around here with a conversation starter like that, but... uh, I'm just unique, sir. I understand. Um, I like that. Would you like to have a seat and join me? Yeah, I was going to get a drink, though, before I came and joined you. Oh, sure, sure. No, I'm I'm, I'm fine with what I have here, but yeah, that'd be great. Cool, I'm going to go get a drink. I'll be back. Okay. All right, so like good Lona turns around, she like looks at the party like I need a, I need a beverage stamp. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do go up with go to the bar. What? Or were you going down to the bar? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so you go to the bar. I'm gonna approach the bar with Gunloda and, and get myself a drink, but then I'm gonna go sit at the end of the bar so that I still have earshot of the actual bartender. Sure. Excellent. And just kind of sit there and nurse it. Okay, so you you approach the bar, and he is he is still cleaning the glass and he's staring at you. <laughs> he doesn't look like he's under something, right? Like no trances or anything like that. I can't detect magic or anything. Uh then you. I wouldn't... actually was going to do that earlier. Then you wouldn't know if he is or isn't. Hmm. Well, that's I... what I was asking. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna detect magic. Nice. Okay. Um, 
nothing really other than anything you might have on your person or some of your your colleagues would have on their person. Nothing really pings for you in this room. I'm going to... So the bartender is just, you know, staring at you as if he's waiting for you to say something. I'll walk over and and order something to drink. I don't know that I want a beer at 9 o'clock in the morning, but... Whiskey. (laughs) That's what you want in the morning. A coffee stout. Or that. uh, I can can attest that a breakfast beer is an actual thing. Yes. (laughs) Oh, God, Uh, yeah. sure. Especially shower beers. Shower beers are a thing. So, um, yeah, I think convention dictates that we talk to the barkeep first. Uh, so um, I'll go and say hi. How you doing? I'm, I'm going to go with um, Gun Loda. When she goes up to the bar to get her, her round, I'm going to, do you mind if I uh, hang out with you and uh, dude back there in the corner? I, I would love the moral support. Thank you. Okay, so that's going <laughs> to... So we're, so we're splitting the party. Yay. They're in the same room. Okay, so <laughs> so point Is there like a bar like like seats at the bar? I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a bar, but uh, I guess my I you know, there's a bar with bar stools and then there's tables and such. So, point of order. Who is talking to the bartender first? I think didn't I go over first? You went over first, but nobody has said that they have said anything to the bartender okay. except for Quill. Uh, I would like to order a uh low shelf whiskey on the rocks and your just like regular beer or whatever you got Squill. <laughs> and he he looks at you and he says in a very hollow voice a small glass of wine costs one copper a pitcher of wine costs one silver piece That's all he says. I, 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 I pipe up. <laughs> I pipe up from the back and just say, you only have wine? <laughs> for real. And he, sa- and, he re- and he repeats himself. He repeats himself. A small, a small glass of wine costs one copper piece. Um, Ken Loda looks Sound over like I'm Jack doing the aliens says, from Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Ken Loda <laughs> looks over like at Jack and says... See if you can go behind the bar. See if he notices if you go behind the bar. Just curious. Do if what? he what? If he notices if you go behind the bar. And All right, get... keep go ahead and keep talking to him. Like this is just kind of so. So go he's... ahead and keep talking to him. I'm gonna I'm gonna move to the back of the group. Okay. And then at some point, sneak around to see if I can go to the behind him in the bar. Sure. Um... <laughs> Good Lotus says, "What kind of one?" If only we had a yeah okay. Um. So he just says, you know, it repeat. He just keeps repeating what he's told you. What so, do I need to do to sneak around behind the bar? Um. Make a stealth check. All right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so um, you are not very stealthy doing it. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, but I tried but my the, hardest. But the bartender—it's because I'm a fighter now, and my axe is heavier and noisier. I, but um, the bartender doesn't really seem to notice or care that you're doing that. Now, 
the he's a robot. The three the three ladies at the table notice, and uh, one of them gets up and walks over to you and says, "I'm sorry, you really shouldn't be out back there." I'm sorry, ma'am. I dropped my pick. And, and it's my lucky pick, and I really needed it. I, well, I, we'll we'll had. not no. We will ask Eric to get that for you. Eric, would you find this man's uh, pick? I really quickly toss it, just slight. Like I I bounce it off the front of my shoe and kick it so that it doesn't make a noise. Bitch, I'm um, good at this shit. Make I've a, done this before. Make a deception <laughs> check. Do it. <laughs> this is fun. Good. <laughs> I like making Jack do stuff like that. <laughs> hey, okay, yeah, so you did a There you go, I did <laughs> it um, nice. And then er- Eric just mindlessly Leans over, picks up the pick And hands it back to you And then goes back to mindlessly Wiping the glass that he has Still waiting for somebody to tell him what drink That he needs to get them Oh, you did say it. I'm sorry. I missed it. I didn't hear it. So, so whatever the yeah. order was, he is now pouring those drinks for you. Okay. And because of what the ladies said, because of what the ladies said, we now know that his name is Eric. Eric. A-R-I-K. Eric. A-R-I-K. A-R-I-K. Eric. Uh, I work with an A-A. So, uh, while this is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm there too, but I'm going to would an arcana check help just to sort of... Well, you've, you've already done a detect magic check. Well, somebody did, yeah. yeah. I did. Yeah, so you could do another one if you have... If you... To me, well, it's just uh, a little slow. Well, I'm just... Yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, I'll you do can this. do it. See what we get. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um. But arcana is different from detect magic. That's fair. You don't you don't really get a sense that there's any arcana situations going on here. He's okay. just very odd. Just an odd dude. Okay. Yeah. He almost seems strong. What? So the lady is still staring at Jack, saying, um, "You you you need to come away from that side of the bar." And I'm I'm you know I'm not saying that she's got a crop blonde haircut. Like Karen. <laughs> He's a Karen. I'm not saying that, but I'm not not saying that. Copy that. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So good. I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a, a mug of ale and uh, join Gunloda. And he reminds you that you can have a small glass of. Uh, wine for a copper piece or a pitcher oh. of wine for a silver piece. Gunloda would like to buy house drink as well, but ask Eric the bartender uh, how much she owes him. So, how many how many drinks are you getting? Just house and mine. Okay, so that would well, be... Mine is two, basically. A whiskey and a beer. Well, again, there's no whiskey and beer. There's just wine. <laughs> oh, wait. It's okay, I missed a copper piece for a little one and a silver piece for a big one. <laughs> Look at that! I, I will buy it. a big one, and I and I flip him a silver piece, and I flip him a copper piece as well to say thanks for my pick, man. And he, <laughs> puts, is just... he, he puts the money in the drawer, 
and he goes back to cleaning the glasses unless you are okay with him and he's are you just going to drink the, the wine that 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 jack bought or are you going to get your own cup i'm, I'm going to look at the wine that jack bought and see what color it is and then it's see re- his reaction wait for his reaction until he takes a sip it, it's red <laughs> yeah that's good doesn't need to be refrigerated. <laughs> no, it's 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 red. I'm surprised they don't have does, any. Does Jack take a swig? Why why is Jack being asked if he's taking? Because he's swig? the one who's got the pitcher of wine yeah, in his got, hand. He's, yeah, he's the one who has it. you're asking very suspiciously. Ah, uh, it's my job. Is. It's my I job. Will, I will take a small sip because wine is sipped and dainty. Okay. I ain't gonna chug it. I, mama I just wanna that, Mama raised a sophisticated boy. Jack doesn't exactly strike me as a very sophisticated pinky out kind of fella. Uh, apparently when drinking wine he is. <laughs> <laughs> so But he definitely is when the DM questions if he just no, started. I, 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 no, 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 no. You did that suspicious DM thing. <laughs> Didn't know there was but such Rose a thing. Rose did say that she was going oh, to wait to see what happened thing. to you. Okay. Yeah, I that to was the, that's what I heard. That was more coming from your colleague than from me. Okay, Same. so you sip the wine and... And something happened. How 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 <laughs> sophisticated is Jack when it comes to uh, vintage wine? Can I make a history roll? To, to know about the aging yeah, of the wine. Yeah, well, well, yeah, we'll say a history check would make sense there. Sure, make a history check. I will do that after I help this customer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just been kills the momentum. This brief this brief segue is brought to you by Carolina Tabletop Games. If you're looking for games in downtown Pineville, <laughs> Carolina Tabletop Games is the place for you. Shana is gonna is kind of gonna inch over um, terrain and and kind of whisper to him. It's odd that there's only wine. Wasn't there something in the in the reading about wine? Hmm. Oh, sorry, I, I can't. I said my board. <laughs> hmm. I can't well, I not hear that. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Rose heard it, but. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do recall something about it. Okay, so with a 16 history check, I mean, y- you don't really know the difference between good wine and great wine, but... Not a surprise. But you do know when it's just, like, table wine. Like, not high quality. There's that acidicness... I mean, it's not it's not horrible, but it's not. So you're saying it's not Mad Dog, is what you're saying. It's not. It's 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 not Mad Dog, and it's not like you know, you know. Um, and I'm I'm looking at James because I'm thinking of Capri's and 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 um, Spartanburg that had the 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 table wine that they would bring and put on the table. It's kind of like what Olive Garden does, only their wine's better. Right. Right, right. Yeah, you know, it's a lot like that kind of like a key, not a Chianti, but it's kind of like that that kind of high consumptive, low quality kind of kind of thing. Um, I am drinking Aldi wine. That's probably there you go. Fair to it. So it's like box. <laughs> it's box wine. Yeah, box 
why. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's it's you you get the sense it's very much a utilitarian beverage. Excellent. Um, so Shana is going to look around and see if she sees any casks. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, he's poured the wine from the. He has like a cask like, with like a, something that looks old and and. You said the 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 um, tavern looked like it had been someplace really nice at one point. Is there anything that sticks out like a, a wine cask that looks like maybe it was I don't know um, something odd about them? So uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking back to the merchant card at the reading. Hmm. To see if there's something that I that I would recognize as out of place. Yeah, no, nothing. Um, nothing really catches your fancy uh, in that regard. And I'm also just making the note that I have no more customers, so that's why my mask is off. Yay! I mean, uh, you? wait, are you closing soon? No no. no, 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 I'm not closing soon. It's just you know, with everything going on, it gets quiet a little early. Yeah, copy that. I will uh, order a small glass of wine and and Eric sit and see if I can find a table that's near the Karens okay but they're not, not like right up they're not, not right Karens beside them. Not beside them. wow <laughs> Becky thank you very much and uh <laughs> actually is that for sorry. me Todd <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to uh I'm actually uh, I'm going to go to the table with the ladies at it and, and say, all right, what's going on with Eric? Uh, something's weird. I'm just going to blurt it out. Okay, so um, point of order. Uh, we got a lot. We got potentially three or four different conversations going on. So yep. instead of drown robining this, let's maybe let's let's like focus in on one for a second and then we'll move over yep. to one of the others. So. Let's start with um, Shoshana and getting her glass of wine from Eric. He hands you the wine. Um, do you pay him? Yeah. Okay, so you pay him. He takes the and, copper and piece. Sorry. And tip him. Okay, he takes the he takes the the copper piece that you gave him. He leaves the tip in front of you and he puts the copper piece in the in the drawer. Okay. And ironically, you notice that the the copper piece that was left, in addition to the silver piece that that Jack had given him, is also still sitting on the bar. I'm going to so instead of going to the table near the ladies, mm -hmm. I'm going to um, find a table near the door. Okay. In such a place that I can watch the whole room. Sure. Include, including the door. Okay, so you're you're sitting in that place where your back is to no one. Right. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to pivot over to Quill, who has gone over to sit with the ladies. Now, how does Quill approach these folk? Howdy, ladies. Uh, we're new from around here and uh, just trying to make sense of everything. And it, Eric over there at the bar didn't seem quite right. What's his story? 
And so the, the same woman who had talked to, to, to Jack says, well, I could tell you were not from around here just by the way you were behaving. At least your friend was behaving when he came in. Um, and if you're asking me about the barkeep, oh, if you're asking me about the barkeep, uh, clearly you were not from around here. He is one of those Barovians. You know what I'm saying? No, ma'am, I don't know what you're saying. I, you have to, you have to go easy with me. I'm just a simple elf. Um, but I, uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm just and, looking for somebody who can help me out. Uh, we're, we're looking to. To, to find some folks who can help with supplies, maybe find a church, maybe get some information about the area. And, uh, you know, that coming to a tavern would be the place, but, but Eric doesn't look to be up to the task. Well. Well, and, and, and as, as, as you're saying this to her, the other two are just sort of start kind of whispering to each other. And, um, she says, well, since you're new here, I will enlighten you. And have you sat down? Uh, I've sat down. Okay. First of all, my name is Alenka. I'm one of the owners of this establishment. These are my partners. This is Mirabelle and Sor- Sorvia. Ladies. And they kind of nod and say hello. And, um, and they're both, they're not necessarily, what they're whispering about, and that you notice that they keep staring at your ears now. You drew their attention to it, but they're fascinated by your ears, being an elf and all. It's just, you know. I get that a lot. Yeah. Um, th- that's what you, you really begin to, to notice from all that. And, and so Alenka re- leans in, and she's the one that was talking to Jack earlier and says, He's one of those Barovians. And she's looking at you, you like though? for some recognition. Can, can I can I overhear what she's saying? Um I mean it's a sixty by sixty room. I would say that you would be hear a little bit of the conversation. Okay. At which point she's thinking to herself. And, and trying to put things together. Okay. Yeah, I I mean, there's nothing for me to lose here, right? I, I clearly am, am uh, ignorant of what she's talking about. So I, I may as well just tell her, uh, ma'am, I don't know what you mean by one of those Barovians. What, what does that mean? I don't, I don't know the, the right, I don't know a simple way to put it, so I'm just going to say it plainly. All right, I appreciate it. He doesn't have a soul. Hmm. Please tell me she said that loud enough so we all heard. I mean, you've already got a sense of the kind of person she is. No, I just want to be super shocked because Jack would be super shocked. Okay. Well, then you you probably heard that. If you were intently, if you tell me you were listening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Because it wasn't like she was trying to spare Eric's feelings or anything. She just said it. Yeah. He doesn't have a spit take and say it out loud. (laughs) He doesn't have a soul. <laughs> and now everybody has heard it. Yeah. <laughs> you hear a glass break in the back. <laughs> <laughs> the, the piano music stops. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she, she tells you that, that Eric doesn't have a soul. He's one of those Barovians. Jack probably would, would 
just because of the things that have already happened, would probably notice that the only person in our group that wasn't completely shocked was Sashana. I wouldn't notice that, you said? Probably. Yeah, because I'd probably be checking you out. So, so <laughs> I would notice. Um, so while that's happening, concurrently, we jump over to the table with the gentleman in the corner that um, Hal and um, Gunloda have gone to sit down with. And uh, so you come and sit down, uh, Gunloda, and Hal joins you. And the gentleman looks a little confused because when you came over first, it was just you. And now you come back with this guy. So he's like, uh, he's like, I hope you don't mind me joining my friend here. Uh, We've been through a bunch (laughs) of shit over the past couple of days. And uh, she's a fantastic uh, woman, but uh, it's always a not at all, friend. Not at all, friend. Have a seat. She just puts her mouth, her hand over his mouth, and says, "We're just friends, bro." Not, <laughs> not <laughs> like shut up. Don't. So, so he's got the eye patch on. The friend zone. Yeah. All right, go on. I'm in the friend zone. I got that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead with the. No, it's all he's good. He's, he, you know, he's got the eye patch on. He's sitting there looking at you guys. He's like, no, no, it's, it's it's fine. Have a seat, friend. Have a seat. Oh, thank um, you. So uh, I can I get the sense that uh, y'all are uh, new here. I'm I'm guessing that you were, let me let me guess let me guess. I can probably tell you your story. Oh, you, please do. I love this. You were in another place, and you met a Vistani. And that Vistani guided you to Barovia, and that's why you're here. I mean, you could say that. I mean, I, I said it. I just went <laughs> and said it out loud. That's your story. Am I Now, I'm, I'm going to bet another drink on you that I'm right. You win the bet? Um, wait. I I will accept that bet if you can name the Vistani that sent us here. Well, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been any of those Kukanyes because they don't usually leave. So let me think. Genlota has, like, stone cold face. She is not giving any clues. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know what Hal's doing over there. <laughs> and I'm just hold watching. on, this hold, is good. hold this on, is good. yeah, this is drama. I love okay. it. I love it. So, without giving you a name, mm-hmm. he looks at you dead in the eyes. His his well, his with his one eye, he looks at you dead in the <laughs> eyes. How, wait, what color is it? Blue. Oh, it's so pretty. And he says, <laughs> "How do you do?" I mean, that's pretty spot on. Uh, yes. Eric, can we get around the drinks over here? Will that be one copper or one silver? That sounds like a pitcher to me. It sounds like a pitcher, yes. Yeah. So that's so, two silver. That's, <laughs> so Eric begins to fill a pitcher to bring over to the table. Excellent. So let me guess. Uh 
Have you just come to the village straight from where you came from, or have you made another stop? Um, I'm a little cautious answering you, sir. What's your name? <laughs> well, I see that we're not going to stand on ceremony here. I guess we're all just going to keep ourselves a little mi- and a little mystery until we ask some questions. But that's okay. <laughs> I that's like a little okay. mystery, don't you? Uh, sometimes, but there's just so much of it these days. I don't know if I can um, tell when something's mysterious or if it's just plain old normal. <laughs> Please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Ismark Koliana. Ooh. I, I like am a native of this place and most of these people call me Ismark the Lesser. Mark, wait, Mar or Mark? It's Mark the Lesser. Because my dad's name is Ismark, too, and it's, you know. Oh, I thought it was because you had one less I. (laughs) (laughs) You don't just say that out loud. (laughs) Well, because Lona just did. She's a... (laughs) She's also under the influence of some alcohol already. (laughs) This wine is potent, even though it's cheap. Yeah, wow, you uh you're a pretty direct uh pretty direct woman there, aren't you with your uh just saying what you feel as you feel I it, do. huh? Um I do. Um please uh can we change the subject before I say more about what I feel? No, no, this is uh this is kind of interesting. So uh but okay, we'll uh we'll we'll move on. Okay, good. So, um, we can circle back later if you want. I think this is a very interesting conversation. I think it would be worth, uh, worth a converse, more conversation for sure. Cool. Cool. Okay. So, um, so that's where that conversation stands right now. Do we need to jump back to anybody else on another piece? Let's go over to... What are you doing, Rain? I, you haven't said what you're up to. Uh, I'm still just kind of hanging at the bar, just taking everything So you're in. just at the bar, taking it all in. Okay. Just got my uh, ears on, if you will. Okay. So, um, so, it, so it's Mark... Um, uh, all right. Well, so Ismark basically says, so, um, so I'm right. Yeah. You won that bet. What, uh, what's your end game here? And he's kind of, well, and he's got his arms crossed and he's kind of looking at the two of you and he's kind of looking, he's, he's looking at your, everybody that's spread around the room that he, that came in with you and he's kind of, you know, sizing you up and you, in a, an almost, um, not a military way, but just trying to get a sense of, you know, what is this group? Well, I, I, I'd like to, and she looks over at how and kind of like looks at him and says, um, I'd, I'd like for you to explain this because you, you like the card thing. And I, I don't really, <laughs> she like wakes at him like, Oh, come on, buddy, no, gonna... friend. <laughs> Throw me under the bus. That's what we're doing here? Okay. (laughs) I don't like the card thing, so I don't like to even talk about it. (laughs) Well, yeah. So, um, 
we've been just here a couple days here in uh, Brevia, and um, you know, I'm I'm a little I'm I'm powerful troubled about uh, the way things just seem sort of out of balance around here. So uh, we come through and we we met. I think maybe we met the same fella because that sounds a whole lot like like this gentleman we met earlier. Do you know? Maybe it's a young man named Ernest. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know Ernest. All right. Well, we we see him in town every now and again. He's either throwing a rock at a window or taking an apple. Yeah, that's that like that crew, Ernest. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that sounds like him. Um, what do you reckon he's throwing rocks about? I think he just does it to distract people so he can go take the apples. But sometimes I think he's just trying to be mischievous. Just riling shit up, right? Yeah, like I said. Things are so mysterious around here, it's hard to tell when it's not normal. No, that makes sense. So, yeah, so we he then, uh, he took us to meet his granny. Have you met her? Oh, you mean Madame Ava. That's the woman. She's a powerful uh, woman. Well, she's interesting. Is she? I give her that. Yeah, she, uh, I don't know. She seems a little neutral to me. You know how you know how certain reeds bend with the wind. Oh yeah. She'll tell you what you want to hear, right? Well, I wouldn't say that. I think she tells you mm. what she sees and what she thinks. I don't know if it's always what you want to hear. Mm. Now that makes good sense. But she did had she? A uh, did with her? Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you. Did she uh, give you one of her special readings? She did. It was a powerful, powerful moment. You've and been what, through one of those too? Well, I'm before I answer your question, which is a fair question, I will say I'm I'm just kind of curious. Um what do you feel like your mission is based on uh why you're here and uh what you might have learned from her? And and he's asking you this, you could tell that's a very deliberate question. He's he's trying to size you guys up. Oh yeah. No, I'm getting that. Thanks for playing that, though. I, I, got, <laughs> that was, I was getting that from your from your delivery. So, uh, yeah. Um, Thank you, Hal, for <laughs> rescuing me. <laughs> Thank you, Rose, for throwing me under the bus again. <laughs> good cook, good cook. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, you know, my sense is that there's been a lot of... So, okay, um... You know, uh, player. Um, I have a hell of a charisma thing. Yep. And I could, would it help if I rolled? You know, did a sort of charisma check just to sort of I can tell them some things. Then we'll. Or do you want me to just play this out? I mean, it's up to you. I, I think that that fundamentally. I mean, and, and you can. You know, you don't have to RP it. You can just. We can just sort of stipulate that you have a conversation that you guys unpack everything that you 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 did to get here but i'm trying to understand he's trying to understand your right. backstory no, no i'm good i'm i'm good doing the rp thing i just wanted to make sure that that's that's where we're that's where I we mean, are that's okay. fine with me cool so it's not right. a, it's so, not a shopping episode so we're good keep going <laughs> right. 
can I have more of the cloth, sir? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> but I'd like nice. some soup. Yeah. All right. Um, no soup so, for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. So, um, well, you know, uh, again, I said earlier, uh, it seems like things are out of balance, and I'm, I'm powerfully vexed when things are out of balance, and um, you know, it seems like something. There's some folk here who would like to get that balance restored. I'm not quite sure how exactly we're supposed to do that. She gave us some ideas, but we're still trying to figure out what they all meant. I mean, those cards are a bit of a mystery, uh, but but I feel like. I feel like there's a there's some good to be done to to address some of these the stuff that just don't seem right. And um, the more I see, I see you know Eric. I'll lean a little bit. Eric seems you know he's something's not right. And oh, he's all right. He just didn't have a soul. See now, see that that's and that's just that's not how it should be, right? A man should have a soul. And so I'm guessing but, I'm guessing you haven't tried to leave here yet have you uh, see and that's that maybe is another thing that i'd like to do at some point in my life yeah uh, yeah good luck with that um, yeah thanks this is this see, is Dan Loda watching this conversation <laughs> <laughs> so so you you seem like a an intelligent person um why do you think things here seem to be so out of balance? Now, hmm. Now the Bastani we talked to, they had one name in mind. There's a, a man, a man, maybe that's not quite the right word, up in Ravenloft. You probably You're might so have heard. so much better at this. <laughs> about what I'm, and I think, so, I don't know, I, I hear tell that that might be... If you want to leave here, that's the thing you got to go through. Well, see, I, I think I sized you up as being an intelligent guy and 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 oh, uh, man, yeah, understanding those things. So, um, I guess uh, well, I got it right, but I'm also kind of screwed here, huh? Well, depends. Um, right. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know how, what you know about the words. Uh, I think it, what, how they say it, uh, it's an old phrase that came from something that's kind of been passed down in my family. Um, quid pro quo. I have heard that phrase. You have heard that phrase. Well, that's good. Cause, uh, maybe, maybe you and I can, uh, help each other out. Oh, all right. Now, what is it that, uh, that you might need my friend? Well, this, um, gentleman who we have not named and that's probably a good thing well, it doesn't uh, say the word Voldemort lightly exactly um, <laughs> you know uh, I have trained my whole life to rid this place uh, of him but it hasn't been easy um, oh. because this is his domain and he sees and knows everything but being the the son of the Burgermeister, or I, I guess I should say now the son of the former Burgermeister, um, certain 
trainings were afforded to me that were not afforded to, to others. Um, but he, you talk about being off balance. He has done a really good job of keeping people off balance. And, um, as much as I want to go, would love to go take him on mano e mano, as they might say, I have got to get my, I have got to do two things. I have got to get my sister to safety. And I have, and I have to get my father's body into the ground. Well, and I don't know if you guys came here because this is the destiny that you were seeking, or if you are seeking this destiny because you came here and we're like, oh crap, how am I going to get out of here now? More of the latter than the former. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I get that. And, and that's why I want to, have just a frank conversation with you about this because if if we enter into some sort of quid pro quo i'm gonna give it my all and i can't have you guys just you know like oh well we'll we'll do this till the going gets rough and then we'll run away that's not who we are sir well i have to say you have to understand i've i've met a few others who have come your way from the vistani that uh i'm on a let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm on a personal quest. I have these, I don't want to say too much, but I've got this energy that flows through me and I don't quite understand what it is. And it is incredible. It is deeply important. It is the core of my being to understand what this means. So I can't do that while I'm still here. So it is at the center of me to solve this and and to do that apparently i have to get out of here so i will do whatever i can to well, help you if it'll help us well, while you're having that done. conversation uh-huh. i imagine that i'm overhearing it because i'm listening carefully and it's a small room mm-hmm. i'm going to get up and and move over to the table and, with and where they are where yeah where the, where this conversation is happening I'm gonna let you finish. Alright. So I'll do that. So you're like you're like little... Kanye coming up to Taylor Swift. <laughs> so I'll, I'll put my first <laughs> hand on the table. <laughs> <laughs> put I'm my hand say. on the table, looking into his eyes and saying that. And then uh yeah, we'll let Sashana here appear. Sir, is this a safe place to have this conversation? Well, that's a good question. And uh, hello, by the way. <laughs> I'm. My name is Ismark. Um. Th- it is as safe to have a conversation here as it is anywhere in Barovia. And if you're worried about that, then you've already failed. Ooh, uh... My my name is Sashana. It's nice to meet you, Sashana. So, and he turns back to Hal for a second as if to finish his thought. Yes, sir. He says, um, 
Maybe we do this quid pro quo thing one step at a time. You know, I'm a, I'm a believer that uh, you don't have friends just by adding water. You know, it's not an instant thing. you got to build a little trust, and trust, trust comes one step at a time. That makes good sense. So to me. maybe maybe that's what we can talk about. So this conversation's gone on for a bit. I don't want to. I, I keep wanting to get to make sure that everybody's getting yep, an, yep. An, an opportunity at bat. And just, can I just say, gun loaded like this now? <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, that, now you can go. <laughs> we cut back over to Quill, and one of the women are just licking his ears. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. So uh, I'm going uh, to excuse myself from the table and go to uh, where this is happening. And uh, I'm going to say I didn't hear everything, but I heard enough. And uh, whatever the plan is, I'm I'm in. And and the women, of course, that you left the table abruptly. I'm sure you said something nice to depart and everything as much I, as you I could I to those folks. Lead, yeah. Yes. Um, Don't look my ears. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Willie on one side. There you go. Okay. They um. But they're they're staying in their corner, but they are still doing what they were doing before, but a little bit more deliberately now because you've made contact. It's not like it's a it's a thing now. Um Question. So, yeah. Who has the letter? Oh. I believe Quill put it in his breast pocket. Yep. I have it in my breast pocket right here. That's what I've got too. Yep. That was kind so, of my, my next question as to how how that how do you want to play that? Well, I think, uh, you know, I, I overheard bits and pieces. I've, I've ascertained uh, that he is the uh, maybe Burgermeister apparent. I don't know. Uh, certainly the son of the Burgermeister and, and therefore the sibling of the woman mentioned in the letter. Um, so uh, being a fairly straightforward guy, I may just say that we uh, encountered a letter talking about his plight. I don't know if I'm going to show the letter, but I'll... You, uh, you have a letter that talks about my sister? It was penned by your father, I believe. Yes. Um, may I see this letter? Do you have it on you? I, I do. Yeah. And he looks at Hal at this point and he goes, see, this is that trust thing I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy and Barry's father, right? I mean, right. and well, you know, I'm gonna tell him. You know, look, I didn't even, uh, you know, our travels yep. here. I I figured that whatever your dad and family had going on was ancillary to that until right about now. So uh, here's the letter. Um, you know, uh, make of it what you will. Uh, we've we've learned, I think, everything that we're gonna learn from it. Uh, maybe it'll help you in some way. So he takes the letter. You hand it to him, I presume. So he takes the letter and he opens it up and he reads it. And he looks at you all and he goes, my father didn't write this letter. That's not even his handwriting. And he throws it back at you. And with that, we're going to take a break. Um, It's 8.53. We'll be back in five minutes. Because um, I know some people have a hard stop tonight, but uh, we're going to take a quick break. So about five minutes, and we'll get back and get back started. Okay. All right. All right. 
record. So we're, no, no, I, the recordings never oh. stop. I just had oh, I had to be right back up. So anyway, so the last we the last thing we said was that um, that is not my father's handwriting. And then we went to the break, and now we're back. So do you recognize him? I can I mean, t- throw it back. <laughs> I can I can t- I can tell you that's not my father's handwriting. And I know, and I know that that's not in his handwriting because I know the letter that that's supposed to be, and I have it in my breast pocket. Wait, what? Is it copy? No, it was. I was going to get it delivered. I, but I have not had the opportunity to find somebody that will take it to where it needs to go. My father had this opinion that if he would to put letters at the gates of Barovia itself, that people might see them. And heed his warning, and he hands you, he throws the letter from his breast pocket down on the table. Okay. Let's have a look. Let's hear it. Like, smell it a little. (laughs) (laughs) It smells like Axe for Men. (laughs) Do tell me more. (laughs) So, clearly, Gunloda is in no condition to read the letter. No. So. He's not looking at that letter. What bit? But y'all, re- y'all read it and you pass it around. And basically, the letter says this: "Hail to thee of might and valor! I, the burgomaster of Barovia, send you honor with despair. My adopted daughter, the affair, the fair Arena Coliana, has been these past nights bitten by a vampire. For over four hundred years, this creature has drained the lifeblood of my people." Now my dear Irina languishes and dies from an unholy wound caused by this vile beast. He has become too powerful to conquer. So I say to you, give us up for dead and encircle this land with the symbols of good. Let holy men call upon the power that their devil may be contained within the walls of weeping Barovia. Leave our sorrows to our graves and save the world from this evil fate of ours. There's much wealth entrapped in this community. Return for your reward after we are all departed for a better life. Kolyan Indirovich, Burgermeister. All right, that's, a, oh. that's a different story than the one we had going before. <laughs> and he goes, now, and he looks at you all and he says, I am not the pessimist that my father was. I'm glad that we're not abandoned. But as you can imagine, I have seen many of your ilk come through here. And I have seen a lot of um, ambition. And I've seen a lot of failure. But... If you are interested in uh, the quid pro quo, maybe I'd bring you to my house and you can meet my sister and you can see the remains of my father and we can take this one step at a time. I think now I would like to do my insight check. Sure. Go right ahead. I'm going to give you a... I'm going to help you with that. 
So you can either roll again or she can roll. Let her roll. I mean, odds are you do better. Uh, hang on. The odds are it's equal that she would do better or worse. So, sixteen. Sixteen. Um, I mean, he seems to be very genuine in what he's telling you. So, so your sister is a vampire. Uh, my father is prone to a bit of exaggeration. Um, however, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you all. Um, if you were to look very closely at my sister's neck, you would notice that she has some two puncture wounds approximately right about here. And he points to his own jugular, if you will. But I don't think it is um, irrevocable at this point. Um, Miss Mark? Uh, how did your daddy uh, pass away? That is also a fair question. I would say, um, do you know what it means to be scared to death? I've heard the phrase. I didn't know that it could actually happen that way. Well, yeah, when I had you, a cat that did that one. <laughs> well, when you're... Don't listen, Rain. When you're a more seasoned uh, individual and you are put under a great deal of stress and certain things come to your house at night and make endeavors to get into your house, you your heart rate goes up, and if your heart is not a healthy heart, then things could happen. So my guess is he was truly scared to death. And so that leaves me and my sister. Um, and I am I'm on a mission to get her safely out of here. I was going to say, what is safe for your sister? Well, safe is a getting away from Barovia and getting away from Ravenloft. And so there are places in the, 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 the cove of Barovia, the valley, that we could go and be safe until we can figure out our next move. Um, but she will not leave. She will not leave until dad is in the ground. And um, we have found nobody in this town that is willing to help us because, you know. Um, they don't want to mess with a vampire. They well, they don't want to mess with the Lord of this land. And so we are kind of on our own, but in a way that is um, very public. Uh, I know of, how to say a few prayers. If I will help you with that, sir. Fine. Yes, we'll help you if you will come help us. Well, I think, you know, like I said, this is a trust-building exercise. Um. I will be. I will be very. I will be very transparent with you if you'll be transparent with me. And I can't promise that the rest of my my friends will come with us, but I will help you. Well, I, I'll be. I'll be as transparent with you in the following way. Y'all are the only choice I have. Well. 
so far in the beginning of our adventure, you are the best choice so far. And, <laughs> and the most uh, good looking, he, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks over at you and he goes, how do you do? And he gives you a wink. <laughs> don't don't Jack, say that. Jack, it's a, <laughs> no, no, Jack heard. Jack heard. Jack saw. He's not comfortable. He's, uh, you know, he's he's got Gwendolyn by the by the the stat the um yeah. by by yeah by the neck. There you go. And he's uh ready. Y- y- he's- does Jack realize that 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 maybe you know Quill and or Hal have a better shot of being Loki to his Thor than you do? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Jack is his own man. Jack is Jack is his own legend. He is the former lead singer in Electric Lutus of the band The Rolling Gnomes. He is known worldwide, despite not being remembered by anyone. And he will do what he needs to to stake his claim. (laughs) The finger point was a nice touch. So, um, so if y'all want to accompany me, we can, uh, also, just as, as an aside, uh, this episode is brought to you by the uh, uh, Heart Association. So, <laughs> American Heart Association, Heart Walk, Wait. Wear the Red Ribbon. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for their support. Okay. And yeah. and, and and dear Disney and Marvel, please do not sue us. Um, okay. So, if y'all want to accompany me down the road. We can ease on down the road. Oh, great. Now there's another license. There's another oh, one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm everywhere now. Ease on down the road. So we can, uh, we can head on down there and... Uh, Follow the whiz. Yeah. Introduce you to my sister, and uh, we'll take it one more step at a time and see how that goes. Uh, and Loda wants to, like, nudge at Shoshana and be like, what was that about the wine cask and the cards? I mean, I don't like them, but I did hear about that wine cask. So you would recall from the reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I can pull it back up here. It's like a cask that, a, yes. a wine that so, doesn't have anything in it. So what you heard was... Um, I went to the wrong summary. One second, please. One moment, please. No, it's all good. I went to the. I have so many different notes on this thing, um, but it's but I should do a commercial for Notion because because of Notion I have it all ready <laughs> reference at my fingertips. Okay, so Thank what? You Notion. There you go. Thank you, Notion. Notion dot so. Um, so it's the the word that came out was this card. This is a card of power and strength that tells of a weapon of vengeance, a sword of sunlight. And the, the card that she turned over was the merchant. And it said, seek a cask that once contained the finest wine, of which not a drop remains. I mean, we know he ain't serving the fine wine here. <laughs> we do know that. that. That is fair. That is fair. That was why I asked. Yeah, it's fair. It was, it was, it was, it was a good query. So, is there anything else um, you want to do in the tavern before you head on down the road to 
Well, here's the here's the, the Indirovich. That uh, that card was the merchant. Yes. And just uh, conveniently, there's a mercantile uh, across the street. Oh. Um, I, I I actually was going to suggest that we stop at the merchant on the way. I need to pick up a couple things. Right, and and the other thing is, uh, I believe, I, I believe. Uh, Sashana did a check on the casks in this establishment and saw oh, nothing correct out of the ordinary. Sorry. Um, Sometimes I, I just get enthralled by handsome but, people. Right, right. Yeah, understandable. But, but nobody else would have heard that. So that oh, that's true. Of, that's true. Actually, I, I, I asked Rain about it. So Rain may have heard the conversation, yeah, so. but I kind of it to him. So I don't know if this uh, if this cask that once held the, you know, the finest thing, that it could be... Uh, it could be dude's sister, for all I know, right? It could be a metaphor for her she, lifeblood she having been. She must be. At one point, she was the father's wife. Right. <laughs> and now she's, <laughs> she's done been drained. It could be something <laughs> like that. Or, um, I don't know, I, I think that uh, we should we should go across the street and just uh, window shop at, at the least. You do or you Happy do that. not? I do think we should do that. Okay. So... Um, Ismark says to you, um, well, if that's what you all feel like you need to do, um, I'm going to head on to my house and you are welcome to come join me when you're done at, at that establishment. I don't need anything from build Rath's and, uh, that's build Rath's by the way. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't need anything from there and to be quite frank um, going back to that transparency thing I came here with the hopes of encountering you all because your arrival has been expected for a day or so now and I figured you might come here first but I really need to get back to my sister I don't like to leave her home alone very long. It's the fact that it's the morning that I feel better about it. But uh, like I said, mystery is the new normal here. Yeah. Well, hey, can I? Sorry. No, do it. Um, in the spirit of transparency, I see no reason why we should not tell him that this card and the and the reading that came along with it were the reason why we're contemplating that. Mm. Maybe he knows something about what we're what we're trying to figure out. Yeah, but do we want to add too many people into like inside knowledge, especially people we don't know? Because we were told by that guy in the first city not to trust anyone. Not even him. Yeah. Exactly. Also, so we don't like want a, we don't want to share too much information. It also appears that we are not his first foray into dragging people into uh, Morovia. Yeah. And he does think that uh madam ava's cards do speak the truth yeah so, I'm, willing, I'm 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 keen to like let's go see what he's got going on and we can always come back to the store i'm thinking right yeah well i'll tell you this how um i would rather not be walking around trying to find this guy's house without it oh you know good point because right. <laughs> i was like um 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 can can we come with you now, <laughs> <laughs> sir? Uh, Handsome, sir. Sure. Uh, uh, let's. It's it's really sure. easy. It's, it's literally right down the road. If you come as we come out of the tavern, we're going to go to the south, and we're going to go straight down the road, and you bump into it. If you if you 
uh, have run out of road, you better be at my front door. Or you've turned the wrong way. And Gunloda looks back to everybody, make sure they're they're good with that. Yeah. Okay. So he stands up, and he's much taller than than you were expecting. Huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on. Everybody. <laughs> I was about to say much taller to who? Because like, to the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got Rose to snort. It's great. Yeah, that was good. Uh, oh, I'm blushing right, a little bit. <laughs> Alright, new challenge every game is to see how many times we can make Rose snort. <laughs> One. <laughs> All right. So uh, y'all head down. Is that the, the dealio? Yeah. Okay. So, um, did you just say the dealio? The dealio. I did say that. Okay. Yes. I'm right. sorry. <laughs> so you, you're making your way, making your way downtown. Um, and oh, you get about, house. uh, you get about 120 oh, yeah. feet down and, um, you're more back into that that uh, um, residential type of feel. Um, anybody need to check anything? Or are we just going to keep on going? Let's keep on All right. Feeling good about it. All right. So you get down here and you get to um, the clearly the Burgermeister Mansion. You know, it's just it's it's clearly a seat of of power. Um, so, but, but, but it's a seat of power, but it's very weary looking. Um, it's, it's kind of squatted at this point behind a, a rusting iron fence. Uh, the, the gates are twisted and torn, um, which is interesting because they're made of iron, you know. Um, the right gate lies cast aside while the left one just sort of swings lazily uh, in the wind. And there is this stuttering squeal and clang as the gate just sort of repeats in mindless precision. You hear that clang. Clang. Another reason I'm not a voice actor. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, weeds are choking the ground and are, you know, kind of trying to take back the the house to the land, if you will. Uh, You know, you can just tell it's really become this unkempt place um you know but against the walls the growth has been trampled down to create a path all about the domain it's like that something has sort of batted it down um as if it was almost like encircling it and you see uh heavy claw markings um that have stripped the finish of the walls of the house um and there are there are black there are black marks that tell of fires that have assailed the mansion, um, and not a, what you also notice is not that not a pane or a shard of glass stands in any of the windows. It's all barred with planks, and one is marked with the the stain of evil omens. Hard to find a good landscaper out here, isn't it? There, buddy. However, (laughs) 
What you also notice is you're kind of surveying all this, and it's almost like you... You didn't see it, and then you did. Standing at the front door is a familiar to all of you. Tall, raven-haired man. It's a scary very guy. pale. Standing at the front door. And as you all approach, he says... Ismark, I have come to pay my respects to your father. I just heard about his passing, but your fair sister will not invite me in to pay my respects. She said she had to wait on her brother to return. Is it a Buffy thing where they need permission to come in? Um, well, te- technically, that's not a Buffy thing. Yeah, just so you, <laughs> just so you right. know, I'm young enough to think Buffy got that Buffy from thing. somewhere else. Yeah, well, I'm not old enough to know where it came from. <laughs> yeah, Joss Whedon ripped that up. I'm guessing you didn't have to read that book in the college you went to. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, standing at the front door is 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 um, clearly Strahd, and he says that in. Ismark responds. Well, I certainly appreciate your uh, your coming by to pay your respects. Um, we are not in a position right now to receive. Um, we need a little more time. So um, I think we will save that for another time. And... Strahd looks at him and he looks at all and Strahd looks at all of you and he says um, very well you're not going anywhere and then he looks at the rest of you and says we meet again Uh, I hope you are in uh, enjoying your stay Clearly, you've met uh, some connected people. Yeah, you guys all seem small town enough that you probably know everybody. And he just leers in your direction and doesn't even respond (laughs) to your snark. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, He, without saying another word, he just begins to walk back through you towards the gate. Gonna load a bites of tongue. <laughs> now Quill and Shoshana would have noticed that, that Ismark was was very tense despite how cool he delivered that response. But Ismark his eyes don't leave Strahd as he his eyes don't leave Strahd as he goes past him and goes out the gate, and he keeps an eye on him as he goes down the street until the mists. He's so far into the mist that all you see at that point is a shadow as it moves away. And this Mark looks at you all and he says, My friends, there is a time and a place for a fight. I appreciate you 
not taking this time to make that move. Well, it's Mark, I think it was pretty gutsy uh, you turning him away. And I was looking for your, uh, you know, I'm, I'm your guest. I, I was looking for your cue. If you would have wanted to throw, we would have tried. Um, but it seems there's a lot of learning we got to do about how we might approach that. Well, I'm just not used to him. I'm not, did not expect him to be here. And this is why I don't like to stay away too long. So I'm anxious to get inside and check on Arena. So he, he, he throws open the front door and enters in. Um, but he does, and he bursts in, but he still has his hand on that, that door as you all come in. And as I assume y'all go in. I mean, if he wants us to follow I mean, him, he we is, will he go. Is, yeah, you went, of course, but the rest of you, do you go? <laughs> I'm going. Okay. I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably going to be at the back of the line. I'm getting a little scared. I'm uh, I'm gonna cast divine sense. Divine sense? Yes. Uh, you can detect good and evil. Um, you can sense anything affected by the hallowed spell or know the location of a celestial fiend or undead. Okay. Within sixty feet. Within sixty feet. Um, yeah. You you don't you don't get a beat on that. How long does that last? Uh. Ten minutes. One minute. Uh, it doesn't say. Okay, it's fine. The other one is the other one is ten minutes. That one's five. Oh, that I think that one is kind of an instantaneous. Okay, yeah, you don't. Um, within sixty feet, you do not detect anything. Um, so y'all head into the house. Yep. So the interior of the mansion is is well furnished, but the fixtures are showing some sign of wear. It's clearly furniture that's been passed down and passed down and passed down. And somebody didn't have a grandmother that covered it in plastic. Mm. Unfortunate. Yeah. So noticeable oddities are boarded, um, are the boarded up windows. And there are presents of, of holy symbols in, in, in the rooms. I mean, there's, you know, all kinds of, um, the morning Lord, um, is, is definitely represented. Um, and you can just tell that there is sort of, a ongoing sanctification and re-sanctification of this, of this place. Um, so the Burgermeister himself or the body of him, the remains are in a side drawing room on the floor, lying in a simple, wooden coffin that is uh, surrounded by wilting flowers and there is a faint uh, odor of decay. And as a point of clarification, the, the marker on the map has us on a little gray house. Oh, yeah. Sorry. South. Sorry, sorry. That's a so, cur- No, you're not there. You're... Let me find the mouse again. Are we in the, the, in the big brown yeah. building, the southernmost yeah, one? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah sorry about that. Right. Yeah, just making sure. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's that's really more for your reference. I try not to use those maps like a video game, but it's always good for you to know where you are. Yeah, so it's a, but it's sizable. That makes that makes better sense in the context of the, of the story. No, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So um, 
so while you're noticing all of these things, this Mark, and is, once the last of you comes in, he closes the door and locks it. And then he starts going, Arena, Arena, are you here, Arena? And you hear some shuffling, and um, Arena comes into the room down the stairs, and, and, and she's a striking woman with auburn hair. Um, she's not like super pale, but she's not like she, you could tell her color is off, I guess is a, is a fair way to, to say it, but it could just be, you know, imagine, imagine having to stay indoors all the time and not being able to go outside. And if you do, you have to cover yourself. Oh, wait, we just did that for the last year. I was about to say, that sounds a little like 2020. <laughs> So, you know, imagine imagine how pale you might be, right? Um, but uh, she she's so relieved to have her brother there, and she hugs him, and but she's looking at you all with uh, cautious cautiousness, a little bit of suspicion, and, you know, Ismark begins to explain to her who you are and how y'all met. We'll just kind of... In, in the context of time, avoid going through all of that. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, Irina, her, her accent is not like, uh, Ismark's it's, 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 it's a little more neutral. She's like, well, I'm sure that a friend of, uh, Ismark's is, uh, is a friend of mine. So welcome to our home. Um, it, it was, it was, I'm sorry, I'm flustered. I was not expecting of, uh, him of all people today. And uh, it, uh, Ismark, it was so hard. I, I, I know you told me not to let him in the house and I was really trying hard, but I almost, I almost gave in and opened up the door and invited him in. And I, 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 I felt like I couldn't control myself. Oh, uh, do you know what that's like? <laughs> so um so that's yeah so you mean you mean arena well gunlota just wants to say how proud she is that she didn't let him in because that that must have been hard well it's like it's like my dad and and my brother have always told me no means no it's right that's and I right i just changed her accent i shouldn't have done that <laughs> you know i'm sorry being around my brother sometimes it just comes out you know how it is when you get around family yes yes i do passing the line over gastonia yeah to gastonia g vegas um so um it seems that um y'all are here to help bury my father so we can leave this dreadful place Yes. Yeah. First, let's let's get your your dad um, properly put in the ground. I think it's first order of business, right? Do you have Do you have a place to put him? Well, uh, Ismark says, "Well, there is a there is a church on the other side of town." north of here if we go right up this road there's a there's a there's a church here in uh, barovia and uh father um donovich 
is the uh, is the priest there, and um, there is a cemetery, and that is where all the burgermeisters have been interred. And so there is a place that we need to to take him to, um, and then from there we can try to leave and make our way towards the west and see if we can find some refuge and some allies and think about what we can do to end this one way or the other. It's either going to end this or it's end, it's going to end me. End us and, with and, you. <laughs> and, and, of course, Irene at that point is like, is Mark, do not talk like that. I keep, I got to have to establish a, uh, a consistent accent for her. Um <laughs> Ms. Mark, don't talk like that. Surely, surely that will not happen. We will succeed. I know we will. I'm confident that we will succeed. Okay, I have it now. Um, again, we are not voice actors. Um, Is the spot prepared? Speak for yourself. Um... <laughs> well, I, I, I'm hopeful that it is... Well, it's, it's really a sort of a crypt more than a plot... So it's there's a spot we just have to take the body and and what are uh, we looking at? What are we looking at as as adversaries to get there? I don't think there's any adversaries per se, um, other than nobody as in the town has been willing to help. And uh, as um, Capable as I may seem, I don't think I could carry this box myself, and Arena is really in no condition to do so, uh, to help me. So we, you know, we would need some assistance in getting it down the road, and then we would probably have to talk to uh, Father Donovich just to make sure that we do things properly. I would hate to be disrespectful of my father's remains and not put them in the proper order, as they would say. And with that, do we arena, want to talk and, to Donovich now, or do we? Uh, do we? Can we? Sure. Can we just go uh, take your father there, and then we can sort things out on that end? Oh no, we would. Uh, my my preference would be to do this all in one visit. Right. And but but I think if if we're really going to do this, we need to do it right. And so I would like for Arena and I to get together our travel clothes and some things that we might need um, in order to uh, depart that church and not have to come back to this house. And an arena's like, oh, yes, the sooner I can get away from this house, the better. Um, you don't know what it's been like. We have had wolves and I, I call them demons. I don't know what they are. Constantly berating us at night. It's really what... The, the constant barrage of uh, psychological warfare um, is clearly what did in my father. I don't I want to stay I, here any longer. I wonder if I might ask of you a favor. Do you happen to have a small bell available in the house? A small what? Bell? Bell? Bell. Um, like ding, ding. ding ding, um, with the trolley. Thank you. 
And where did goes Rose heartstrings? <laughs> okay, sorry. I was going to make an Ismark Thor thing, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> it was there. I know. Um, make an investigation check. She has to investigate. Well, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm I know I'm trying to think of the right role that would tell us whether or not she's going to find a bell. Well, I was asking. I understand that. I'd still like you to give me a roll. I got a two. A two. <laughs> I'm just criticizing his DM skills. Thank you. Welcome. Noted. Right. The two um, yeah, the two plus zero. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So, um, yeah. uh, Arena with a two, with a two, Arena says, "Um, I, I'm, I'm sure at one time we had one because you know we used to summon people. Um, but it's been, I'm okay, not hold sure. Hold on now. Hold on now." <laughs> I was just liking them. Come on now. I'm you're, you're having problems with wolves and demons and here you go summoning people? Um Come on. Where do you think they came from? So <laughs> Totally like just Like if so, I could understand that, why can't you? Like um Jack is used to being making comments like this and having women ignore him like he's not even in the room. <laughs> and that's pretty much what Irina does there. <laughs> so um, she goes, um, there, there might be one. Um, I'd have to go look in the um, one of the rooms that uh, I don't know a polite way to say this. We had staff that we don't have any longer um, once lived. And I'll see if there's maybe a bell there. Will that suit? Or if you'd like, while you're preparing, if you give me a general direction, I could look. Um, upstairs. If you'd like. Sure. No. No. Um, time of the essence, of course. Um, here, come with me, and 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 she leads you, just you, I guess, uh, up the stairs, and she points down a hallway to some rooms, and says, you know, look in those rooms, and um, there's some dressers that you might find one in there. I'm going to go ahead and get my traveling cloak and um, any other things that I need to bring. And um, holy water, that would be useful too. Um, I don't think I'm going to have that, but um, okay. that doesn't mean that there won't be some at the church. Obviously. Hmm. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. And Sounds very sweet. You know. It's, this is this is where it turns into Jane Austen now. You know, you, you have Mister Darcy and his little sister. Oh, well done. Well done. <laughs> so, I'm just figuring out how many tropes can we bring into this whole yeah. thing before somebody. It was, it's it's a, it's a dense episode for that. Yeah, I'm eventually going to get a cease and desist letter from somebody. <laughs> um. Okay. So, uh, uh, Roberta, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to quickly run through the rooms and see if I can, you know, kind of see where an obvious place might be, look in the rooms and see if I find something. Fair point. So what I would say you should do then is I'm not going to have you roll for every room. Um, I would like for you to please, um, 
just give me a roll with advantage because she's told you you have permission. You're not being stealthy about it. And, you know, you, you have sort of much the, the right to do what you need to do. So, so I do have a question. Sure. Uh, uh, since, since, since y'all are leaving this place, uh, can, can I scavenge about for some metal bits? Uh, sure, friend. I don't plan to come back. And if you find something here that you think is useful, um, you know, there's, there's, uh, obviously out back towards there and he kind of points towards like a kitchen area, you'll find some, some pots and pans and, um, you know, sturdy kind of metal there. And of course those were surrounded by iron gates. If any of that stuff's helpful for you, uh, you saw, you probably saw the one that we was just dangling there as we came in. I don't know if that's the kind of thing you're looking for. Um, there is an old, um, you know, we had a blacksmith at one point and there's some stuff out there in the back that, uh, might be some stuff like some smelting tools or, uh, some, I don't know the right terminology cause I'm clearly not a blacksmith, but, uh, there might be some things out there that can help you. Well, that sounds like just the thing I'm looking for. So, uh, I'm going to go check. I'm going to, I'm going to go check that out. Yeah. Uh, Same thing. Bit of a tinkerer uh, uh, slash uh, uh, smith myself. So oh, I can see that that uh, you all are bringing your uh, your gifts to this party, so to speak. Yes, we we try. I'm guessing I found nothing. I get a six. I said roll with advantage. I got a five and a six. Ah. Now, if, I can, <laughs> okay. if I can use my perception instead of my investigation. No, but I think this is the way we'll play it. Um, after searching all of the rooms, because each room you find nothing. Uh, although in one room, you, you do get a minor little splinter from the dresser because it was not well kept, and you get a little splinter in your finger. You know, the kind that's really just small and, yeah, kind of annoying. And, but finally, in the last room, you look around, and you still haven't found a bell. But then you, as you turn around, you see a bell hanging on a wall with a string. And the string goes into the wall, and it goes down to somewhere. So you, you kind of get the impression that when this individual was needed, they pulled a string, and it rang in their room, and that was their, their clue that they were being <clears throat> summoned. I'm going to uh, see if I can dismantle and, and stash it in my bag. Yeah, you don't have any problems doing that. I'm not going to make you roll for that. So, lest lest Shane to... question my rolling skills. Go ahead. <laughs> am I uh, am I also uh, investigating? Is that what I need? Um, I I mean I, I'm I'm not going to have you investigate uh, for will you find something. I I think we should probably have you roll to see if you find what you think you need. Okay. So just. Uh, I... I want to kind of go out and investigate this uh, Smith area and see what I might find around there. Sure. So you, you go out the back door from the kitchen and you, you, you again, you kind of notice, you notice a couple things. Number one, um, Ismark walks you to the door and as you go out, he closes the door behind you and you hear the click. So he, he's keeping the house locked up. Um, you, you stand outside and you see that same padding on the backside that you saw on the front that was clearly, uh, matted down weeds from the wolves or whatever was outside uh, in the evenings. 
Um, and then there is a, an old worn path that takes you to where the smithy would have been. And um, you go in and you see, you know, unfinished projects. You see materials. You see tools. Um, you see a kiln that has not been lit in a very, very long time. But in the kiln, um, you might find some, um, you know, um, like residues. You know, if you remember the Mandalorian, when he, when he, spoiler alerts, folks, when he goes underground and he finds the, the blacksmith there or whatever they called her, and uh, she kept retooling the, uh, the Beskar, you see some like um, residual, if you will, of whatever had been worked in that kiln previously. Mm, okay. So there, there's definitely some like uh, some materials here yeah, that, I can, yeah. that I can scavenge. Sure, and you actually have something that the party doesn't know that you have. <laughs> Does he that know? maybe you don't remember that you a, have. A hairball. <laughs> Shoshana just told you. Yeah, yes, you, yes, I do have a bag of holding. You've, not, you, you've told no one that, by the way. In the, Shoshana doesn't know that he has it. Right, but, but, but Roberta knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I was about to no, say, I, I knew that. somebody I like, had a bag of holding, but I didn't, but I didn't know who had it. <laughs> well, no, I, I knew that I had it. I just didn't know that that's what you were referring to. Uh, but yes. Because yes. he's got a lot of things on him. That's true. I'm going to, you know, stash a lot of these, these bits and, and things into my, uh, into my bag. A lot of these metal pieces and, uh, um, Maybe some of the tools and uh, things. I have I have my own Smith's tools, but sure. Um, I think I do. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Let me take a look. Make sure if I do have. Thank you. Uh, actually, I don't have Smith's tools. So, well, you do so, now. Um, <laughs> so I will uh, acquire some Smith's tools here. And do you have proficiency with Smith's tools? I do. Okay. I do. Um, as I thought a, you might. As a as a battlesmith, I do have okay. um, proficiency with smith's tools. Um, so we'll do that, and uh, I'll collect up the things that I'll need to. to uh, I have a, a bit of a uh, plan for a construction uh, when we get to a, a good spot to uh, to to work on something. Okay. So you gather Maybe up all- our next uh, our next rest uh, area will have a a good spot unless we're resting here. Um, you, yeah, they're oh. you're leaving that house and their plans are to never come back. Yeah, okay, and we great. don't we want to get out of there before dark. I mean, okay, great. Right? So so I'm gonna collect up what I need here, uh, put it in my bag, and then uh, I will make my way back to the house. Okay. And so as, as, as y'all are, before I have you all reconverge together, does anybody else want to be doing something around the house while, while Arena's getting her traveling cloak and, um, Roberta, uh, excuse me, Shoshana's getting the bell and Chris is getting a smithy things. Um, you know, um, um, Ismark is trying to pay attention to the people that are outside coming back in, um, and uh, the DM's trying to remember the accent that he used for Arena. Um, Gunloda wants to ask, uh, 
either of them, Arena or Ismark. Uh, is there anything I could do, grab for you, get ready for you? What do you need? Um, no, I think I, I think I have what I need um, pulled together. Um, I do appreciate it. You're very sweet. You're very sweet. I do appreciate it very much. Um, <laughs> sisters. Um, <laughs> Forever. <laughs> I swear. Um, no, no, no. Um, but I will say this. The more that Shoshana is around Irina... There's something very familiar about her that you can't quite put your finger on quite yet. Is it and it's not <laughs> and it's gnawing at you just a little bit, almost as if it's gnawing you from the inside. Not in a literal way. Right. But just note that. Uh, but yeah, so um she comes down and she's she's a couple of things. Um Number one, she is wearing a cloak uh, that's very much a, a traveling cloak. Um, you know, think about when when Maria and Captain Von Trapp were taking the kids and they're getting ready to get out of Switzerland. Everybody's got those traveling coat, coats on as they're hiding in the cemetery. Hey, you're going to a cemetery. Cool. I got to figure out, is there a Rolf in here? Anyway, um, so, <laughs> so she's ready to go. Um, now that Ismark has let um uh rain back in the house and has locked the door once again um he is uh he says one minute friends and he goes and he grabs uh, a bag that he's clearly had um it's not really a bag it's more like a satchel that he would put over him you know he puts on his own traveling cloak and you know both of them have weapons um they're like you know personal weapons like a rapier kind of thing um, and, um, although what you notice about arena is that it's not really a rapier as much as it is like, she's got a long sword and then you kind of see as she throws on and over her coat, but in a subtle way, there's like this light crossbow that's just kind of thrown over her back. She's well, I mean, this is like country gentry, you know. Um, but I mean, she's clearly a dirge. Let's let's do it. Yeah. So they they've clearly gathered what they needed, and um, so a couple of things: who is going to help carry the the um coffin? I'll, I'll I can help. do that. Yep. Okay. I would volunteer, but I think everybody holds at a higher level than me, so it doesn't really. She would. Help. She would be holding it like this, yeah. while we're all like, kind of like at normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it heavy enough that we need more than four people? No, I mean it's or, it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean he is he's been dead for a bit. Uh, you might need some intestinal fortitude because it's not going to be unsmelly. But you you can cover the top. I mean it's not like he's going to be a open cast. Oh my god! Why would we leave it open? I, who knows? <laughs> I mean this we, is we a very, this is a simple. Gonna, this is a it? simple wooden coffin that have that has clearly been built with love. By his children. It's not something he, they didn't go to the the undertaker and say, Well, we 
could put him in this $1,000 model, but there's this $6,000 model. You mean it's kind of shady and probably made out of popsicle sticks, is what you're saying. (laughs) I'm saying that it's... (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah. They didn't have have the servants to help, okay? Um, I'm I'm, I'm happy to help if, if I'm not needed. Then I'm going to stand guard as we move. Okay. I will also stand guard. Like the, 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 the fact that the fact that the gentlemen are all willing to carry it. Okay. And, and the, the fact lady. That everyone has some serious uh, uh, weapons just to carry this to the cemetery. Well, no, they got that because they're not We're coming leaving. back. But, right. But yes. yes, that's fair. That's fair. So. With that, um, Ismark looks at Irina. And without saying a word, Irina looks at Ismark and just gives him a nod. And says, it's time, brother. There's no going back. I, I will, however, carry anything that somebody needs. So, with that, you all... Pick up the casket. And Irina leads you all out the front door into the yard. And Ismark is the last one to leave. And as y'all are standing in the yard, waiting for Ismark, a little bit of time goes by. Not a lot, a little bit. But you begin to notice smoke beginning to come out of the door. And then Is and then Ismark comes out of the front door and he looks at Arena and he says, It's done. There's no coming back. Burn it down. <laughs> And with that, you pick up the the coffin and you begin to make your procession up the main road. And as you move away from the house, heading north towards the church, you look back and just before the mists take the house out of you, you see the glow of the fire spreading throughout this old storied house. That's awesome. And that's where we're going to leave it tonight because some people got to get up early right. tomorrow. In a right. couple um, hours. <laughs> you know, eventually you guys are going to fight something, but you got to roll better. <laughs> Whoa, now. Hey, now. <laughs> No, no, this is... Don't hate on the race of the party. No, 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 no. This is three or four folks. What was the good thing? I'm just talking about my two downs from the first game. No, it's all good. It's all good. We're going to, trust me, I appreciate you guys hanging in there with this. We're going to get to the those different things, but this is, there's so much to set this thing up, and I appreciate you guys. No, it's It's been good. No, I'm loving it. Don't, 
don't rush through this. All right. Well, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't can't. mind not smiting things. It's fun to. <laughs> it's, all, it's all, you know, it's it's about the story. I think yep. that's kind of it's the it's telling the story. I think that's a lot of yeah. it. Good. And as I already said, I'm not good at this. I'm just the comic relief. I need the story. That's yeah. that's that's what I bring to the game. <laughs> well, listen, it's it's this is great. Is and what I love about this is that you know the chemistry of all you guys coming together has been really good because if you. You know, we if, if you could go back and see the way we were on the first game. Oh, wait, you can on our YouTube channel, Geek in Southern. Um, shameless plug. Yeah, well. That's a shameless plug. It's what I do. No, but but seriously, I think this is, you know, what I love about this is, you know, I, I to me, when I, as I thought about putting this together and streaming the, you know, and streaming the game, and one day we might actually do it live um, as we continue the Shakedown Cruise. Um because I don't have an I don't have a problem flipping the switch on Twitch while we were still recorded and put it on YouTube later, um, but the thing is, is that what I love about this is that this is almost like a study on how to do this kind of thing online, and part of that is the mechanical stuff, the the technical things that make it possible for, you know, Todd to be in Richmond and 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 James to be in Spartanburg and the rest of us being around the Charlotte in an orbital kind of way, but at the other hand, Jane it's being all being at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly being at the game store that we love but it's yeah. also kind of cool too because it's it's all about how a group of people that really didn't know each other come together and build a chemistry because you know when you're in a group where there's not chemistry that's not fun um and and i've been blessed to be in a couple of groups where the chemistry is really good and you guys are i think i think i know from where i'm sitting um are doing great oh my god and, how just rescued Gunloda from that horrible conversation where she was going to mess that up, even though he has tire tracks on the back. On his back. Sorry. Right. Well, I, I can say that I've certainly enjoyed getting to know all of y'all. So yes. I, I expect yes. that's going to, it's going to be a lot of fun. I was so tempted when you were there at the end, uh, Gunloda, to have this Mark pat you on the head. For 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 uh, saying that, that it was too tall to 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 carry. Well, you would have gotten another snort. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so so we'll be back in two weeks. Um, and uh, yeah, it's this is great. Looking forward to continuing the story. We will pick it up in the village of Barovia, headed up to the church where you guys are going to meet Father Donovich. All right. Yeah. 